You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. So we're going to be talking today about living in royalty and the royal kingdom of honour. Um, I was really impacted a few years ago by this book, The Culture of Honour. Has anyone read it? Yeah, it's really good. And it really did impact me and Rob in our lives a lot. Um, and I just want to share some things from partly from that, but just diverting quite a bit as well. Um, so to start off with, has anyone ever been upgraded, like on a plane or, yeah? Oh, wow, quite a lot of people. That's really good. It's such a great experience, isn't it? And um, last year, we were going to Colorado on holiday. Rob had been traveling a lot, and he had been there so many times, and I'd never been. So we said, we'll go together. We had these spare tickets, and um, they would have gone to waste if not. So anyway, it was just an average ticket. And um, I was feeling really tired, and I thought, I really need this holiday. I need this holiday so much. I was absolutely exhausted. And I thought, really, I don't want to be going on a plane. And we were just checking in at the airport, and I was thinking, actually, I'd really like a little holiday by a quiet, in a quiet country spot with no interruptions and just somewhere about 10 miles from where I live, that'll do. And here we were at the airport thinking, oh, I should be grateful, I really should. (laughs) And um, then the lady turned around, she was very slow in checking us in, and she said, I've got something really um, good for you today. She said, "Um, unfortunately, there wasn't much room. It was a very busy flight. And I was thinking, what's coming next? And she said, we've upgraded you to business class. Wow, that made my holiday. Honestly, it literally made the holiday. And if you go in business class, you can actually lie down. So if you're going to the States, it makes the holiday so much better. So to lie down was absolutely amazing. And um, and then actually we got to our first hotel in Colorado, in Denver, near Denver. And we um, got upgraded there apparently as well. So, yeah. The favor followed us. So we're going to tell, talk a bit about favor today and how um, because of who we are in Christ, we have this incredible favor and it isn't something we deserve. So me and Rob, we did not pay for that ticket to be upgraded to business class, but we got it. It was favor. I believe it was God's favor. And he is like that in all our aspects of our life. He wants to favor us in everything. And, um, you know, it's just blown us away the last few years of how he favors us, even if we don't deserve it. Whatever you do, whatever you've done, it's a message of hope today because it really is about his total and utter extravagance over us, God's extravagance over us. And I'm sure there's something in Colossians about that as well. <laughs> Um, so um, Philippians 3 verse 20 I think it might be on a slide I'm not sure um, says that our citizenship is in heaven maybe it's not um, and then it talks about how in Ephesians 1 21 and 22 it says Christ is seated at the Father's right hand in heavenly realms that's definitely on a slide that one I don't know no so, um, I'll read it actually. Ephesians 1, 21 and 22. Um, so, 
That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion. And he gave him a title that can be given, that can be given, and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head of everything for the church. Now that's an awesome verse, but let's look next at Ephesians um, later on. It says, verse 6 of chapter 2, God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. So we've got that first bit where Jesus, due to his conquering of death on the cross, he was seated at the right hand of the Father, and then we get to join him. And that is because, why? Because of God's amazing grace and favor. Because it says later in that passage, it is by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not from yourselves, not something you've earned, not something you even deserve. It is the gift of God, not by works, not by something you've done, you're doing, you do. It's um, not by works so that no one can boast. It is like this so that no one can boast. And it's totally and utterly, we're on the same level. We're all the same. We've all been given this incredible robe of righteousness. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 21, um, he who had no sin became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of Christ. So when God looks at you, he doesn't look at the filthy um, rags or the, the things that you've done that, that maybe you're ashamed of. He looks at the righteousness that he's clothed you with. He's clothed you if you've accepted him and his grace into your life and, and allowed him to come in, then you're clothed with that righteousness. And it is by grace, not from yourselves. You are God's workmanship created in Christ to do good works, which God prepared in advance for you to do. He gave you something incredible, that treasure that he's put within you, that robe of righteousness that is so clean and so beautiful. And when he looks down on you, he says, yep, you're okay. You can sit at the right hand of the Father. So we're allowed to be seated there. We have privilege. We have value. And, you know, the word honor, and I'm going to be looking quite a lot at the word honor today. It's a really incredible word. Um, really, I looked it up in the dictionary, and it means that it's about making someone proud. It's about showing great respect. And actually, it can also have connotations to being in public as well. We might show someone honor and honor them in public. Um, some great friends of ours were made um, OBE um, by the Queen in her honours list, and they got to go and receive this honour, and it was a public honour, and um, you know, that's honour is, is a very public thing sometimes. It's not just a little behind-the-scenes thing. Um, and the Greek word in the Bible for honour means to value or to esteem, to think of as precious or costly, to think of as precious or costly. And Isaiah 43, verse 4, says that we are precious and honored 
by the Lord. We are precious and honoured by the Lord. I'm really praying that this morning someone gets hold of that because if we recognise how precious and honoured we are by him, it changes our whole outlook. If we realise the royalty that we are, we are seated in the heavenly places, we have been allowed that privilege, that privilege, that honour of being seated in the heavenly places with Christ Jesus who is at the right hand of the Father that we are honoured in such a way, it really affects everything we do. Everything, not just the big things, it affects the little things, it affects every little part of your life, your work, your um, relationships. And then there's a really small verse in the Bible, in James. I think that's on the slide as well. Um, It says in James 2 verse 8, that if you keep the royal law, found in scripture love your neighbor as yourself you are doing right now that's a very small verse and it's only mentioned the once about the royal law i think in the entire new testament but that is a very key verse to us and a very key verse does anyone remember debbie and john who came here a few years ago and spoke and they talked about um the royal law didn't they um so the royal law is is um really all about this loving the neighbor, your neighbor as yourself, and then you will be doing right. And it talks about that. Jesus mentioned that first in Mark. He says, um, the first most important commandment is to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then the second most important commandment is that we must love our neighbor as ourselves. And there is no greater commandment, Jesus says, than these. And then James picks up that verse in James chapter 2, that we must keep the royal law. So that's again relating to this whole thing about us being royalty. Um, So we are seated in heavenly places. We are royal. Now that we've been, if we've been clothed in righteousness by the blood of Jesus, if we've come to the cross and said, Jesus, I need you. I need you to cover me in your blood. I need you. I repent of what I've done wrong. And, and we have to come in that humility. We have to come in that, um, with that desire to be covered, to be humble before Jesus. And he clothes us in his robe of righteousness. And that gives us that royalty. We've got access to the throne room. We've got access to the throne. I know some of us know that in our heads, but I just want us to get hold of it in our hearts this morning, that we have the royalty in us, the royal blood, the royal law. So let's remember about how to keep the royal law. It's about loving our neighbor as ourself. Um, Romans 12 verse 10 says that we must honour one another above ourselves. What do you think the difference is between love and honour? We hear a lot of talk about love. So it says, love your neighbour as yourself. First of all, loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. But honour, honour. Like I say, honour is all about 
being, it's a more of a public thing. It's making someone proud. It's, it's going a little bit step further than love. We've had great sermons, I'm sure, on 1 Corinthians 13, that love is patient, love is kind, it has no envy, no pride, and we know that. But when it comes to honor, that's just a little bit of a step further. And it says that we are to honor people. It says that we must honor one another, Romans 12.10. Honor one another above ourselves. Wow, it's a tall order, isn't it? But you know, the thing that I want to highlight is that it says, love your neighbor as yourself. Honor your brother and sister as yourself. So how do we do that? Thing that we think, the thing that often we miss is that actually we do need to love people as you love yourself and it is about loving yourself honoring not putting yourself forward and being um, boasting and the bible does not want us to boast and it's not about taking advantage it's about having a secure base it's about having such a security that when we're called to honor someone else it isn't going to make us feel like Oh, I'm jealous or envious. How many of us suffer with feelings of envy and jealousy? It's quite a big one, I think. And I think with the age of the media and Facebook and all those kind of things, envy and jealousy can be huge. Or people can end up looking and thinking, well, that person's life looks amazing and mine isn't that great. That person's life looks like they've got everything straight. And that person looks like they're thriving in their ministry, in their job, in their family, everything's perfect, but actually it might not be. And so it's about us saying, I want to celebrate someone else's blessing. I want to celebrate someone else who might not be looking, it might not be as glossy as it looks on the surface. Um, I love the psychology of attachment and um, my work for those who don't know, it's about working with children who have attachment difficulties. And attachment is all about having a secure base. And from if you don't come from having a place of a secure base, your foundations are going to be poor and you're going to come from a place of depletion. Who's felt like that before? you felt like you've not come from a secure base and maybe you're coming because you're you're come you come from a place of not having utter security in who you are and god wants us to have that utter security in who we are if we have utter security in who we are we're going to be able to have that secure base to be able to honor and love other people not just love them but to truly honor them to go that step further to to really give them that that status that we all have in Christ. And, um, you know, psychologists will tell you that a poor attachment leads to difficulties with relationships. I see it all the time and I see it in my own self how, you know, we have a pattern of how we attached to our parents when we were young. And if that pattern wasn't as secure and solid as it should have been, then it's going to affect our relationships now. And um, God wants us to recognize that we are that royalty 
that we talked about at the beginning from one from Ephesians that we are seated in heavenly places and that we are that royal priesthood we're seated in heavenly places we've been given a place of honor and the bible says that we are honored he honors you in Isaiah which i mentioned earlier that we are precious and honored in his sight in his sight you know, we um, in the Bible, it talks a lot about honour in relation to God and that we've got to honour him. Um, so, you know, there are the priority is that we give him honour. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. Give him the honour. Give him the praise. Look to him and give him absolutely all your attention. And as we give him that public honour and as that as we give him... Um, the honour that he deserves. Honour main, means to make someone proud, to show great respect, and it means to value or esteem. As we're valuing and esteeming him, he's going to be becoming bigger in our lives. And as he becomes bigger in our lives, our solid, secure base is going to get more secure. As we recognise who we are seated in heavenly places, that he's going to become more that we're going to recognize who we are and then we're going to be able to honor and respect and give others the honor that they deserve. So honor is the glue that sticks things together. Honor is about giving respect and showing favor, thinking of people highly. We treat people honor if we res we treat people with honor if we respect them and honor, you know, is a choice as well. Um, Danny Silk in his book talks a lot about the role in the church of leaders and prophets, pastors, preachers, evangelists and teachers. And he talks about how all the giftings and all the ministry gifts in the church, so often they're really important in the church, but so often what spoils them is that people don't have this honour. And why? It's because often it's our own insecurities that make that happen. If we're insecure in our secure base, and if we're insecure in our place in Christ Jesus, then we're not going to be able to show that honor to other people. And the Lord wants us to have that utter security in who we are so that we can then bring security to other people and we can show other people how much we honor them and bless them. Um, operating without honor results in unhealthy relationships and it also results in control. So if we operate without that honor and that level of security in who we are, what are we going to do? We're going to control people. Um, and if you think about it in your own life, it may be that you're in a relationship or um, with someone perhaps at work that is quite controlling. And if you step back and think about why they're controlling, why is it that people are controlling? It's often because they're insecure in who they are. And so then how can you counteract that? Um, I think it's really important to come in the opposite spirit. And if we come in the opposite spirit, we're going to defuse that. So maybe um, you're dealing with somebody at work who is very insecure and controlling, or maybe it's somebody in your own family. If you come in the opposite spirit and just allow them to recognize how great they actually are, we're calling out the greatness in people. If we honor people, we're calling out the greatness in them. And everybody has something that's great. 
And, you know, we're always afraid in our culture of making people big-headed, um, don't you think? And it's so sad because, you know, most of us actually, if we think about it, are more insecure than we are big-headed. And so that that's where our royalty comes in. We've got to live in that royalty, the kingdom, the royal kingdom of love. God wants us to recognize who we are. And if we as Christians in our culture around us amongst non-Christians who don't know this kingdom, if we are operating at that level ourselves, we're going to change a culture here in this land, in this world. Amen. We've got to start operating from that secure base. We've got to start operating from the heavenly places, looking down, not looking up and thinking, oh, poor me, how am I going to change this? Often I've thought that. How am I going to change something? How am I going to, in my work, maybe I can't say anything much about my faith because of the kind of nature of the work it is. And some people have jobs like that. Um, but you can act it, you can act it, you can become, you can operate from heavenly places, you can operate from that honour that you've received. The Lord bestows favour and honour on those who love him. No good thing does he withhold. He bestows favour and honour on you. If you're living in that heavenly realm, in high places next to the Father, next to Jesus, who is at the right hand of the Father, you're going to have security. Get rid of your insecurities. Allow the Lord to um, put that right deep into your heart. And you know, sometimes we're not allowing that to happen because we're not meditating on those scriptures that tell us who we are. And you know, if there's one take-home message today, it is that we've got to meditate on the greatness of God. And the, as I say, the Bible talks a lot about honoring God. And so if we're going to meditate on all those things, if you look up all the verses to do with honor and start meditating on those verses, get your concordance, look up all the verses that talk about honor, meditate on those verses, you're going to start looking and elevating God in your life. And as you elevate God in your life, you then recognize, ah, I'm seated with him in heavenly realms. I'm there at the like at the right hands of the Father, I'm seated there. My security is in Christ alone. My security is not because of what I've done, it says, not by works, so that no one can boast. It's truly because of what he has done. He's covered you in the robe of righteousness. And then you can come to that secure base, and you've got that secure base to start um, honoring other people. Call out the greatness from your neighbor. Call out the greatness from your family members who are causing you problems. Look at the positive things. Um, our son has a jar and it's, it's like a little post jar where you can put in little, um, somebody gave it to him for his baptism, which is a really, really cool idea. And you put in it little bits of paper that say, um, little positive things about him. And, um, I probably don't do it often enough, I have to confess, but putting in little positive things that say, you were really good today when you set the table at dinner time. You are so kind when you ask me how my day has been. Just picking up on the tiniest little things is so important because we need to be calling out that greatness. Um, and you know, um, as we think about the royal law and honoring God, we're going to be um, 
able to honor people and envy will disappear. Jealousy will disappear and condemnation will disappear as well. You know, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. It is not to be something that we dwell on. We are not to allow condemnation to be part of our life. And I battle with that sometimes. It's something that I really battle with, that condemnation comes in. Oh, you didn't do that right. You didn't do that well enough. And and there are many people who battle with like that. I am sure that it is true that more people undermine themselves than boast about themselves. And if they are boasting about themselves, why are they doing it? They're probably doing it because they're coming from a place of insecurity to try and beef themselves up. And so if you see someone who is boasting about themselves, look beneath that. It's probably because they have an underlying insecurity that they're trying to cover up. But we don't need to cover anything up. We are in Christ and seated where? In heavenly places. We have got that honor bestowed upon us. The Lord honors us. And in the same way that he's honored us without us deserving it, then we're going to be able to honor other people. Um, Danny Silk has a great comment here in, in his book. Keeping the law of life in Christ means that I manage myself to preserve and protect protect my connection to his heart. It's not about living to protect myself from the punisher when I break the rules. Now, so many people think about breaking the rules. And in the Old Testament, we know the Old Testament talks about the old law, the law of Moses, and you shall do this and you shall do that. And we are still called to live with that kind of holiness. It's not that we can escape that, but if we live to preserve and protect my connection to God's heart, then we will not be living in the opposite way. So many people live to protect ourselves from the punisher if we break the rules. Think about that one. We thinking quite often about punishment, but we should be protecting our connection to God's heart. If we protect our connection to God's heart, we're naturally just going to live his way. We're going to start living from the heavenly realms. We're going to start living in his, from his kingdom, from that position of security and envy will not be needed. Um, condemnation will go. And there will be joy. And I just want to challenge people this morning to live in that secure place, in that secure base, to look at your own life and to think about where honor is lacking and where your ability to live in that royal kingdom is lacking. And and if it's lacking, it's because you haven't taken on all the royalty that the Lord Jesus gives us, all the righteous robe that he's given us to wear. And um, I think if there's one message, as I said, it's to come before God and just to say, God, just show me more, show me more. Come into his presence and say, Lord, just show me how to honor you. As I honor you, I'm going to bring out honor in other people and live in that culture. If we live in that culture, everyone around us will be operating in the giftings that they're meant to be 
operating in. If we are thinking all the time about how we can further ourselves, then our giftings aren't going to come out the way they're meant to do. And we are a body that God wants us to to operate from that honour. And as we call out the greatness in others, we're going to live um, in that unity that we're called to live in, in the royal kingdom. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to finish there. Um, and remembering that our citizenship is in heaven. Our citizenship, you're here on this earth like an embassy. So you've gone, maybe if you've gone to another country and ever visited an embassy of the UK, you might have been in that country, but you would have actually been, if you'd gone into the embassy, you would have been in the UK within that country. We're like that as Christians. We're in a new kingdom. We have a new kingdom that we're bringing onto this earth. Let's take it, guys. Let's take it. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church, passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.